How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, where we discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, freedom, flow, agorism, anarchy, and more. We'll discuss how to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. This is Mike the Polymath coming from the Easy Peasy Workshop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining me. Figure out what we're gonna do next. We just have to figure out what we're gonna do. I'll say one thing. This is some vacation. We're sure having a good time. This is real fun. If you weren't concerned about having so much fun, we wouldn't be here right now. Just what is that supposed to mean? Um, it just means shut up, Ella. 
So this is all my fault, is it? So tell me something, Miss Thelma. How's you ain't got any kids? I mean, God gives you something special. I think you ought to pass it on. Well, Daryl, that's my husband. Daryl? Yeah, he says he's not ready yet. He says he's still too much of a kid himself. Kind of prides himself on being infantile. Got a lot to be proud of. Louise and him don't get along. No, I was putting it mildly. She thinks he's a pig. I know he's a pig. Did you get married real young, Miss Thelma? Well, I guess 18 is kind of young, but we'd already, been, we'd already been going out four years when we got married. How, how long? Four years. I've never been with anybody but Darren. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, if you don't mind me saying so, sounds like a real asshole. It's okay. He is an asshole. Most of the time, I just let it slide. Uh, you better slow down there, Miss Louise. There's a cop up ahead. Maybe you got a few too many parking tickets. But we'll take you to Oklahoma City, and then you best be on your way, all right? hurting me. If you hadn't come out when you did, he would have hurt me a lot worse. 
And probably nothing would have happened to him, because everybody did see me dancing with him all night. They would have made out like I'd asked for it. My life would have been ruined a whole lot worse than it is now. At least now I'm having some fun. And I'm not sorry that son of a bitch is dead. I'm just sorry it was you that did it, not me. But, uh, I don't know, you know, something's, like, crossed over in me, and I can't go back. I mean, I just couldn't live. I know. I know what you mean. Anyway, don't want to end up on the damn Geraldo show. Yeah. Uh, they're charging us with murder. Ooh. Yeah, they say that we got to figure out if we want to come in dead or alive. Gosh. Did he say anything positive at all? somebody did that to your mother or your sister or your wife huh what are you talking about you know good and damn well what i'm talking about crazy you got that right we think you should apologize i ain't apologizing for shit you say you're sorry but that on your CB radio, didn't you? Yeah, sure did. Damn, I hate that. I hate being called a beaver, don't you? You gonna apologize or what? Fuck you! 
don't think he's gonna apologize. Nah, I don't think so. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 114 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. You know, (laughs) I might have gotten carried away, but I wanted to share some clips from one of my all-time favorite movies, Thelma and... Louise, because there are so many beautiful moments and so many truths in that movie. And I think in a nutshell, that movie is about two women who exit the matrix, who deprogram, who Go rogue. 
and not necessarily by choice, but because of a near, well, not a near incident, an incident, because of an incident outside of their control that could have gone worse for them, but instead went bad for someone else and put them on the run. And, you know, I tried to edit that to where, I mean, obviously there were spoilers, but that movie is so worth watching, even if you've seen it before. And I don't think you can be accused of spoilers if the movie's been out for 30 years. But my point of sharing so much of that movie was almost to create a Cliff Notes version of the story. And it actually, I think, translates quite well to radio. And to me, it's, like I said, this 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 movie is sort of about exiting the matrix or deprogramming or getting rid of the brainwashing, right? Both of these women were miserable. One as a housewife, one as a independent working woman, and they were both miserable. And the irony was that it it took them becoming outlaws against their own best intentions but it became it became the avenue towards enlightenment towards happiness towards salvation in a sense Like I said, watch the movie again. You know, the whole thing, it's a story. And I find, I find great comfort and, and inspiration in certain stories, right? That's maybe why I'm going into the business or I'm in the business rather of stories. And I think the story that we should talk about that nobody seems to tell is the story of the brainwashing of America. Why is it that neither of the women in this movie were happy It's because they had been brainwashed into living a life that was unfulfilling. And that's not to say that you have to be an outlaw to live a fulfilled life, but it almost seems that way. You know, the, the outlaw is a metaphor that keeps coming up on this podcast. You know, I... I fancy myself halfway an outlaw, right? Multiple episodes have 
fumbled around the, the theme of outlaw culture. And truth be told, I, I really don't break that many laws. But I have to break a certain number just as just as a free thinking individual certain ones that I can't abide you know I've smoked weed for the last 10 years right I can't abide that law let's just leave it at that I won't try to give you more examples because I don't want to self-incriminate too much. But it's easy to identify with outlaws given our circumstances. Thelma and Louise are compelling characters and Like I said, if it's been a while or if you've never seen it, watch it. It's it's shot beautifully. And that that seafoam green, almost teal blue Thunderbird, that car, man, I want that car. It's a good car for a couple of fugitives on the run. A couple of outlaws. You know, watching that movie, it's probably the fifth time I've watched it in the last two, three years. I keep coming back to it because it's so good. And like so many other stories that I'm compelled by, it's a modern Western. You know, a couple of a couple of partners who have to walk on the wrong side of the law just to get back home or to get somewhere safe or to achieve the quest, right? It's the hero's journey, just like Homer and Odyssey. Just like Heyduke 2029. A lot of overlap. I love a good modern Western. The Western sticks to the to the Odyssey format to the classic hero's journey you know from the pit of despair to the top of the mountain that story never gets old even if the even if the hero doesn't make it to the end I do. I, I I just I I keep coming back to this image of the outlaw because the outlaw has shunned 
the programming of society. The outlaw has has rid himself of the brainwashing. Right? While everyone else does as they're told, the outlaw does what he chooses. And that's a necessary role. If nobody pushes back, then the line keeps moving. Right? In China, they're finally letting go of zero COVID policy. Finally. And it's because the people pushed back. You know, there aren't any vax mandates for jobs anymore. As far as I know, I think they're they're all but gone, even in the government. And it's because enough people refused. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on that. I could be. But to be an outlaw does not mean to be a, you know, thief. Doesn't mean you kill or you steal or you harm. It means you refuse to follow their rules when necessary, right? And the programming, the brainwashing is so powerful. You see it. You know, I can't believe it's 2023, y'all. You know, Happy New Year to my listeners. You know, once again, I know I have not put much out, but it's because I've been bottled up, in some ways withdrawn. And that's nothing that I should apologize for. But I'm working on it only for my own sake because it does me no good to be withdrawn. It does me no good to be unproductive. Speaking into the mic is helpful. I just have a hard time getting started and it's because of my brainwashing. It's because of my fucking programming saying don't do it. Don't say it. Don't be honest. You know, conform. Conform. Consume. Comply. When you realize it, you just get angry. You know, the the hardest part of breaking from your programming is transitioning into this new mode of being like Thelma says it's like something shifted within me and I can't
go back. I wouldn't be able to, to live that way ever again. Once I, once I felt the, the simplest taste of freedom, right? To be an outlaw, to be a, an individual instead of a member of the herd. Once you do it, there's no going back. You know, the best we can hope for is to find a pack. Instead of a herd, we need a tribe, right? This brainwashing is so powerful. You know, the the holidays were, again, a difficult time for me personally, just because I still have tension with certain members of the family. Not all, not most, just a few, but it makes it tough. And it's stupid. It's stupid because the only reason for the tension is because of the programming, because of the influence of those on high, you know, those in the ivory tower. If it weren't for their influence, there would be no disagreement. this programming, this brainwashing. It's unforgivable. But it's so deep and it's so ingrained. And in some ways, it's intentional and in other ways, it's simply cultural. These mind viruses, these ideas of what is right, what is wrong, that are based on nothing more than perception. We live by these assumptions. And many of them are false. And it's hard when the people you love are stuck in the virus of thought and can't break free. But I can relate because I've done it too. I've been there. I've done that. I've been infected. Sometimes it takes a while to get well. You can't you can't just rid someone else of their illness as much as you want to. This all makes sense, y'all.
want to say thank you to those who have been on this journey This podcast is it's me <laughs> and it's my friends and it's the people I meet but it's me you know and it's very it's very difficult to put words to it but I want to say thank you to anyone who's contributed and any anyone who sent messages of encouragement especially more so than monetary contributions probably definitely god damn you start listening to yourself talk and you start putting too many words in the sentence but for those of you that have contributed in any fucking way Thank you. Because what we're trying to do here is break our programming, shed ourselves of the brainwashing. You know, all these taglines mask up, safe and effective. Trust the science. Fucking don't do drugs. <laughs> you know, God bless America. All these little taglines. Democracy. You know? line and sinker they got us they got us all pretty much at least for a time because it's easier to believe than it is to question it's easier to buy it than it is to build it or to find it Right? It's easier to have a job than it is to create a business. I know I'm making leaps here. But money won is sweeter than money earned. You know, all of these euphemisms and colloquialisms and turns of phrase and Proverbs. They're real. They mean something. They're there for a reason. Words are powerful when put in the proper order, which is why I kick myself when I get mixed up and try too hard to say things. Sometimes it's not worth saying it if it doesn't mean anything. Right? Just talking about this is verging on the edge of talking about nothing. But this is why I have not put out two episodes a week 
reliably. You know, it's because I don't want to force it. Okay. I want to give you it as it comes and no more, you know, I don't want to cheapen it. I have to be in a certain place to do a good solo show. And the interviews, you know, anyone out there who wants one, who wants to come on the show and talk about whatever, whatever it is you're into, whatever it is you are thinking about, let me know. I'm open to more interviews. I've got, you know, that's the thing is I've got maybe five or six people kind of on the docket, but scheduling is a motherfucker around the holidays. And it's just a funny thing. You know, you you have to time these things. But that's not an excuse. It's just me being honest. For the most part, y'all, I just withdrew. I just took some time away. I just needed to breathe and and settle into the winter. But clearly, I've got some things to say. <sighs> and I appreciate those of you out there that are on the easy peasy team, right? It really means something. I brought it up already, but I got I got a Christmas card from one devoted listener. And it really it really was something. Um trying to decide. I'll just say that there was a cash amount inside. I won't say how much, but it was helpful to to say the least. Every bit <coughs> excuse me. Every bit helps. But I'll read I'll read the card cuz it's you know, it's nice. It says Michael. Merry Christmas. Thank you for the hard work on the podcast and the book. I hope 2023 will continue to be full of or I'm sorry, will be full of continued success and new adventures. I appreciate the conversations we've had over the year. Hopefully we can meet in person next year. Hope this keeps the podcast going strong. You know, it's a small thing. You know, one of my bartender friends at the place I drink, she read the book and she liked it. She said she finished it in three days, and that made my made my eyes well up a little bit. We didn't talk about it much beyond that, but I'd be curious to ask, you know, what what specifically, you know, what stuck out? Because I really did. I poured myself into it, and I hope every person can take something different, you know, many things, but different things from it, depending. Just like this show, this podcast.